Welcome to another TMG interview. My name is Paul Preston, and we're talking to the team behind a short film that is playing at the 18th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival here in LA. It screens this Friday night, August 19th at 5 p.m. Pacific at the TCL Chinese Six Theaters in theater number four. That's part of a block of films called Friday Feels. So you're going to go to all your good dramas and what have you uh, in that block. The film is called The Errand. The filmmakers are director and co-producer Amanda Renee Knox and actors Naya Johnson and Ezekiel Bridges. I'll applaud. You'll get more applause at the screen. Good to see you. Now, for anyone who might be listening to the audio only on this, uh, so you don't get confused as to who's who in case... um, Naya is a young girl, and this is perhaps her first film. We'll get to that in just a moment. But just so you know who you're listening to when you hear the different voices come up. But I'm going to start with Amanda. So for anyone who doesn't know, listening to this, uh, Oscar qualifying, what does that exactly mean for a short filmmaker? How do film uh, festivals get that designation? Well, there's a whole process that the festival itself has to go through with the Academy. And I'm not... I know one of my friends um, was involved with New Orleans Film Festival when they were getting their Academy um, qualifying status and they had to like, there was a lot of things that they had to do, but um, when a film, so for a film to qualify at an Oscar qualifying festival, it would have to win the one of the qualifying categories, which I think is Um, usually it's like best short narrative and best animation, but in other, some festivals are more heavily um, lean towards documentary. So they might have a best documentary category. Um, But yeah, short would have to compete in that festival and then be the best, the top film. Has this short been in another Oscar qualifying film festival yet no we just actually started our festival um circuit so we're just on our i think fifth screening um we just um premiered uh in Cannes, actually at the american pavilion um emerging filmmaker showcase and that was sponsored by the hollywood foreign press this year so it was kind of a bigger deal (gasps) they're back or they're whatever Uh, they are i don't know i don't know (laughs) But um, but yeah, this is our first. This is our first um, a qualifying festival, yeah. So tell us what that is, what the movie is about, because I know there's a lot of dynamics, you know, kind of shoved into a short film, that yeah. uh, that you know, there's, I don't dare explain it. Yeah, I always like to say that um, it's about a young girl who uh, hitchhikes is picked up by a stranger they have a conversation about life and then there's a twist at the end because you can't because otherwise you just give it away right exactly (laughs) cool but it's i mean stick around is all i'm saying first of all it's 11 minutes i mean stick around also (laughs) yeah there's a satisfying story to be had right up to the very end (laughs) so um now this is your second film amanda uh or another one i i watched online was called night call ezekiel uh you were involved in that so is that how your relationship started or did it start before then or how how do you guys go back well um actually our relationship started back in college i took a class and uh she happened to be taking the same class it was in uh acting 
class uh, with uh, the amazing um, Stephanie Fury, who I then uh, went and studied with more. Um, yeah, really good times. And so, you, but you have like a producer credit, don't you, on on no. Night Call, that other film? He, yes, he did a lot of work, like in the beginning of that film, to sort of help, and so he got a producer credit for that. That's how indie films work, right? Oh man, you get this, you got us donuts, producer. <laughs> You're a producer, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we needed these donuts. Yeah, no, I helped more with just securing cameras in the very beginning of the film, and then yeah. uh, she took it and did amazing things with it. I yeah. love the indie film and the indie short film world. It's all the greatest stories. So I see your co-producer and director, but really, what else did you do, Amanda? You, did you make lunches? Did you drive people around? Did, <laughs> Oh Everybody God. does a, a thousand things in these shoes, right? I yeah. I mean, I I did I did a lot. I mean, I did have Laura was phenomenal. Um, she is just an amazing producer. She's going to have an incredible career. I'm certain of it. Um, she's actually not able to come to our screening because she's doing a pilot right now for RTL. That's a big German like company, and um. But why uh, she's shooting a pilot, right? I mean, I mean, that if you're gonna you miss, know. that's that's why. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's, <laughs> that's an okay excuse. Nick, also our DP, is gonna miss too because he's the DP on the pilot. But um, I did a lot. I mean, I ended up like doing a lot. Some of the returns, like I was taking costumes back, and um, you know, one one for my very short, like way before night call, I was, I had the period costumes in my um shotgun house in new orleans and my costume designer who happened to be working on django <clears throat> lived across the street so she would come over and like adjust and sew all the costumes and then <laughs> had like racks of bustles and you know corsets and all hey kinds. you made a period piece i mean points yeah. right there that's you know that's not the uh, yeah being unrisky i should say all right now we've left you out of this long enough my bad so let's circle back around to you again i mentioned this is your first film do i have that correct yes you do okay so what how do you get ready to shoot because i mean there's a lot counting on you you're the first person we see in the short and the narrative kind of runs through you to the end what do you how do you prepare for your big first day um honestly I don't, I don't really have a method yet. I just <laughs> sort of developing like, it, developing yeah, it. I just, um, like maybe take a few deep breaths right before I go. But otherwise I don't, I just do my best. I don't. Okay. Well, I mean, you weren't, were you nervous? Did you sit there and let's like go over your lines a hundred times or. I, well. It's okay. I, and it's cool if you were chill, you know, it could be, you could be chill. <laughs> over good, my yeah. lines like a while before so i have them memorized and then anytime i can just what was that line again um <laughs> and yeah that's why i go over them right before i go on um i wasn't very nervous honestly i just acted like the cameras weren't there uh, that's 90 percent of it Naya. Oh yeah, Ezekiel and Amanda met in an acting class. Naya, do you are you, you going to take acting classes now? Hopefully, I mean, 
I don't, I don't know. I like your style. Is this this going to be just one of your goals in life? That well, I made a movie and I'm going to climb a mountain and start a charity, win the Daytona 500. I mean, is that how you are when these kids are just crossing things off the list one after the other? All right, I'm just going to take that as an answer. Now, uh, Ezekiel, you have uh, extensive credits. You got pretty decent IMDb appearing in some shows I really enjoy, like Bloodline for one. And uh, Mr. Mayor, which prompted me to look it up and see there's a whole season two I haven't even watched yet. So um, what uh, that's I just like Mr. Mayor. Oh, well, you know, (laughs) Mr. Mayor was great uh, for many reasons. Um, I mean, Ted Danson is just one of the coolest, nicest people to work with. Uh, The scene was pretty funny. It was, um, and actually I got to shoot it with my sister. My sister was in the scene as well. And uh, (laughs) she played, um, I don't know, there's kind of like a craziness that breaks out in this uh, grocery store that I'm an employee at. And there was some stunts involved. Someone's chugging a shampoo because it has avocado in it. it oh, it's it, the avocado. It, <laughs> that was the last episode of season one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. the avocado. And, uh, yeah. and it, you know, it was awesome. It shot only like 15 minutes away from my house. So that was really great. <laughs> many, many great things. Um, and Bloodlines, that was a lot of fun because I got to work um, opposite of John Leguizamo, uh, who has been uh, you know, a favorite actor of mine for a long time. And um, ever see ever see one of his live shows? I have not. I haven't either. I got to get that out there. But the funny thing about that one is, uh, so he's coming into an ice cream store that I'm working at, and his face is all bloodied, and he's like, I think he has a weapon or something, and he just looks like a scary guy. And you know, I'm supposed to be freaked out in it. And two days before the shoot, I actually broke my foot. So then, so they had me on, you know, I was all scared. I was like, oh no, I, I, you know, but then they ended up working in the crutches into the scene. Uh, so that was really nice. <laughs> but, um, that was great. Yeah. That one shot in the keys in Florida. I know every shot of that, every shot of that show. And I know they shot Ozark in Atlanta, but all the establishing shots of the Ozark lakes too. I just look like, yeah. oh man, there's the thing I, I was told. Well, no, it, I don't know if I was told it, but it seemed to me like Adam's, Adam Sandler after a while was just making movies in places he wanted to go. Yeah. But he made yeah. that movie with uh, Smart. Drew Barrymore where they go on Blended, I think, where they go on Safari. It's like, yeah, they wanted to go on Safari. So we made a yeah, movie yeah. about Safari. Yeah, he did the Hawaii one with Drew Barrymore. He did uh, the lake, the Grown Ups Lake was awesome. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'll open this up to all of you guys. Uh, speaking of that, what this film, where was this film shot? the errand it was shot in pomona now there's uh, yes. monica <laughs> <laughs> exotic pomona california and shot in 10 <laughs> 10 hours 10 hours not 10 days am i by reading that correctly it doesn't say days. 10 hours yes we shot eight hours on the one day and then we had to pick up the gas station scene so we shot like two hours on that next that or the whatever day it was sunday um but 10 hours total nice yeah so that so then how long is post is post like twice as long four times as long no <laughs> no yeah i'm pretty efficient and i think our team was pretty good at at knowing what we wanted nick was amazing at with the camera team and then of course 
we had amazing actors, which made it fly by because I didn't, we didn't really have to do a lot of like, can you see it this way? Or, you know, you guys were great. So, um, um, but yeah, post was, I did, we did like four, maybe four and a half days total um, with the edit. So he did like one, um, he did the edit, the, the editors like cut. And then we did, we went back and forth on notes, but Moji was also really, really good. He kind of what you see is we <clears throat> cut into it and we worked it a little bit, but pretty much he gave me the film like right at the, I was so lucky because that's never happened. <laughs> the sound actually did take a little bit more time, but it was still pretty fast. We did, um, Will Tabano is uh, actually a friend of mine from high school in Texas and he lives here now and he has his own post house, post studio. And so um, we did, he does like some preliminary dialogue editing and sweetening and stuff. And then after two days and we did a mix and then we did ADR one day. Um, and then we had Naya do ADR on like the, a second day and then um, we did like two hours in the soundstage for our 5.1 mix. And now no, I need to jump in because were you going, what, what am I doing? I said the lines. I got to come say the lines again. Do you have any idea what this ADR nonsense is? I I was kind of confused. I, um, all of a sudden my pants are just like, okay, so now you need to go to the studio and do ADR. I'm just like, what is that and they're just like basically where you re-record your voice and I'm like oh okay but I was I was standing there for a very long time like in the studio that's how it works yeah. <laughs> but you're not, you're not here sweating the valley heat with the rest of us right where are you uh, now and, and are you coming to town for the big event of your screening on Friday yes I am right now I am in Colorado and I will be going to California it, on Thursday. So, yeah. Now, now, did production fly you in for ADR? Production. I love saying that. No, I, I was in Colorado. <laughs> we, oh, okay. We, actually, I don't mind phone patches. You know, they're fun. As um, long as on their end, the audio is getting recorded well. You know? Yeah, yeah. And they were proper studios. Um, so, they keep recording in um denver and then Ma how do you pronounce it zeke do you know was it at Mackay? um i was with my adr uh my adr session <laughs> sorry can't talk yeah. uh, took place in Kauai at a place called Mackay, which is um kind of in like the princeville area and yeah, and, uh, yeah that was i had a really good time doing that the guys you were in Kauai. Whatever you were doing is going to be fine. That's true. That's true. I was living there for six months. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Great place. I did six yeah. days once and I thought it was awesome. So I can only imagine. I, I definitely recommend it to um, to uh, everyone. Yeah. It's a great, great place. All right. So what's the plan Friday? Dinner? You're going to do all the schmoozing you got to do with all the people at the, at the festival? You're going to see other films? What's the plan? Um... Well, Naya, do you want to do you want to tell them the plan? I, I don't know the plan. 
that's what she, we've we've established. She's chill. She's like, hey, I'm just gonna show up and we're gonna have some fun. Um, we have uh, we actually so um, we have a red carpet. So we have Getty is coming nice. out to take photos, which is exciting. So we have the training, and then there's a um, a, a little gathering that we're hosting for the cast and the crew um and beloved friends <laughs> aka donors supporters ah yes uh, did you do any go go or a kickstarter or anything or we did um we did about half and half so we did a, we raised a bit of money on seed and spark oh yes oh i did see that logo at the end of the film you're right <laughs> i highly recommend seed and spark they have a great um they give their filmmakers a lot of support and a lot of um, help throughout the campaign. So it's, it's really, really nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I hear that that's one of their ways to stand out was to be active in solutions and networking and all these other things that you know, filmmakers need in that, at that level. Yeah. Know? And you build, it's more of a, so Kickstarter Indiegogo, you don't really, you can do 10, campaigns and not have a, a base but with this one you can you can build your sort of community and so you can take them to the next project or announce the next project I mean it's it's really I, I don't know I felt I didn't feel so alone on the other ones I felt like oh I'm doing this horrible I hate I hate crowdfunding it's the worst but it's like it's like unemployment insurance though the money's yeah. there for you, yeah. you know, and you should just go get it and not feel so bad. I felt uh, horrible the first time I filed yeah. for unemployment. And then I, a buddy of mine's like, yeah, the money's there, dude. It's, it's yeah. for you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Same with this. People yeah. want to help you out. Let them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Now I want to go back to a question I should have asked earlier. Naya, how did you even get involved in this? Like from Colorado? Uh, did you audition? How did the audition come about? Um, so my mom is friends with Miss Amanda and it helps to know somebody, doesn't it, Naya? Even at your level. So um I she heard about this movie and she's just like, Oh my daughter's perfect for this. And then <laughs> um and then I audition and I get the part. Well, points to your mom because how would she know you're perfect for this? Like with no experience, and then when you see the film, you go, "Yeah, mom was right. Mom was right." So can I? And here's mom. mom. Yeah, there's mom. <laughs> the cool thing is, hello everybody, is that this came out of an act of kindness from Amanda. Amanda and I were at an all-female uh, writers retreat, and she offered to help people with their pitch decks. And I had done my first pitch deck, not knowing very much about pitch decks at all. And she showed that's like the big pitch. Bible for making your shorter indie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, and so she showed me her pitch deck and she goes, Oh, we've cast it all except for the little girl. And the log line was, When a 10 year old girl is picked up by a 30 year old man hitchhiking, who gives whom a ride? And I said, Oh, you should audition my daughter because she takes me for a ride every day. <laughs> And then the rest is history. So all from Amanda's kindness, you know, and she was perfect for it. I think she was. Now, Mom, you're coming to town too to do the Hollywood thing, right? I am. There you go. Just, cool. Just stop dress shopping unsuccessfully. Naya's just gonna run free on the street. 
I would take such good care of kids. <laughs> I wouldn't flinch. I'd be like, oh, that girl, she's got it together. She knows what's up. She proved it in the interview. She's she's cool. Uh, so I want to talk real quick about Night Call, though, because if you're interested in the errand, obviously you're going to have to follow it on its film festival run right now. But you can watch Night Call right now on Vimeo, and I'll put the link in the the description of this interview. Um, a lot of authentic stuff going on there from the police uniforms to the cars. How do you get all that and not be, you know, sure. Michael Bay <laughs> <laughs> for a short film? How did that all come your way? I shadowed. I'm, I'm trying to keep it short. So I shadowed on Chicago Med and um, in my second year of grad school because I had um, been Donald Petrie's TA um, and he invited me to shadow and so the producers agreed and so I was struggling with my thesis film in grad school and I turned to one of the EPs and I said do you want to write my thesis and he said no but, but you know this guy um, Joe Souza and and he might he does a lot of action and he might want to write it so we threw around some ideas he wrote the script Marlene loved it so she came on to do it and I should say this is a story about a, a female uh, police woman in L.A.'s inner city who has kind of a harrowing night out on the streets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So she Marlene Barrett came on to do it um, and we had 10 days to shoot it. Um, and you just get things like you just look at the script and like, you know, I found a cop car that was here that was like pretty reasonable. And he gave us a discount because we were, you know, <laughs> I like you guys. And then we, you know, I wanted to do. He's um, selling we, cop cars. A guy selling cop cars. Okay. We, we, I got uh, cop cars. You want a cop car? Very authentic. <laughs> he was really, um, it was important for him. My cat's going to photobomb. There she is. That's right. We got moms, cats. Zeke, if anyone you want to bring in, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple dogs. So, yeah. So we ended up, I, you know, just kind of got all the things that I just got the uniforms and um my the person who i mentioned that lived across the street from me in new orleans had such a great we had such a great time on that shoot that she actually flew in and she um was my costume designer so she was she had done a lot of work with blood and a lot of work with like uniforms and stuff because she works on like big movies and television shows so um, it was great to have her and then um yeah, I don't know. We used two cameras um, for the action stuff. I had, um, oh God, we shot actually in the same exact place that we shot the errand. All that action, like the car driving and stuff, mm -hmm. um, just a different story. But um, the underpass <clears throat> and the running that yeah, all there. Yeah, okay. um, the front coordinator, and um, I used a motocam for the car work. Uh, so the moto, a moto cam is like a, a motorcycle with a sidecar, which is mm -hmm. cool and um, put the camera in the sidecar and you can have more mobility. I really wanted obviously like a Porsche with a, you know, can, jib or whatever rig, but obviously we, we didn't have like a hundred thousand dollars for that. So we used the moto cam. Still, and, um, I mean, look like you did. That's all that matters. And then we and, shot and it street and like uh, we just it we took six and a half to shoot out of the ten 
kids, it's about who you know. And, yeah. and if you even, but even if you think, I don't know anybody, you know, <laughs> you know enough people to help you get the things you need to yeah. do the shoot your neighbor. Like you said, just, I mean, you, you know, you don't know Clint Eastwood, but I mean, maybe you do, but you, there's a, there's, there's things that you can get uh, anywhere. Okay. Uh, congrats on the Aaron, but I'm going to ask you something that I ask everyone who I interview. Uh, what is your favorite movie of all time? Ezekiel. Mm, um, for me, it's, it's always shifting. Um, you know, some, some days I'll have a favorite movie and then it'll switch. But uh, one that has always kind of remained at a top spot in my top three would be Forrest Gump. Classic. Classic one. Yeah. A lot going on in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and a great director, Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it working probably at his height back then. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Amanda? Oh, um, I have two. One is the piano, mm-hmm. and one is the Hurt Locker, because that sort of changed the way I wanted to make movies. Really? In what way? Um, when I watched it, I uh, felt like I was part of the action, and I hadn't really ever gotten that from any other movie that I had seen prior to that. And so it made me really curious about how she shot it. Actually, I saw it before I was ever directing, and then I revisited it in grad school and, like, took it apart shot by shot to teach myself how to shoot in the style like literally every time the camera moved or changed I made a chart and I I yeah so um I'm doing that with the script I'm writing I I don't know if you've ever seen Lost in America the Albert Brooks film from the Mm. mid 80s it's such a concise comedy I just like I want to have that many scenes so I broke it down. This is how many scenes he did to get from point A to end of film. And yeah. I wanted to do the same thing. So yeah, you break that down yeah. just and emulate the greats. You'll be in a good shape. Well, yeah. Well, it, it taught me how to do quick edits and sort of where to, like that it's okay. Like usually in those things, continuity isn't, um, a lot of people get precious about continuity. And if you go through and break down any of Tarantino's, like the bar scene and Inglorious Bastards, there's blood on people in one shot and then they it's not there in another like by a second later and then it's there again but you don't know that because your eye doesn't pick it up there are bullet holes behind Jules and Vincent in the scene with Big Hunterberger before the guy even busts out of the uh, the bathroom and shoots at him but you don't know because it's a good you know that they have I got friends who are actors going, I have my audition tapes. I have to make sure I have a blank background. You know, I just think what that that's just someone being petty. If you're not interesting, <laughs> if you're interesting, I should say that the reverse, it doesn't matter what your background is. And those characters and that story is so interesting. It doesn't matter. You're not going to notice those things unless you pour over it a hundred times. Yeah. Naya, so- your, your time with this is shorter than everybody else so far, but on this earth and the amount of time you have been here, what is your favorite movie of all time? Hmm. I don't I don't really have a favorite movie. I watch too many movies. You know what there is? There's too much TV right now. Like there's <laughs> they nominated all these things for Emmys and they left out about another 20 great shows. So uh 
but the uh, movies yeah, there, there are a lot of movies i suppose as well i managed to see them all but i live here in la where they show them all but uh, there's nothing like if i put it on right now i'd be like that's the greatest movie i've ever seen what's your favorite book naya it's a series is that okay yes absolutely. that's fine um probably dark diaries okay and um I, I read it all the time. I love it so much. You reread it? I just read all the books. And if I really like the book, I read it over again. You read it again. Wow. That's commitment. I sometimes can't watch a whole movie again. That's only two hours. Good for you. All right. Well, listen, we have to pick pick a great favorite movie of all time. So start thinking about that. And then, you know, just for future conversations. Mine's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. Nope. How old are you? I'm 11 now. That's when I saw it. So hopefully you're on the verge of that movie. You, oh, that movie? Mm, that's fun. You're going to love it. Uh, okay. And just for fun, uh, anybody have a favorite short film of all time? <laughs> now that we're talking about short films? Um, I do. Yeah. Uh, there's the blue. Oh, it's in German. Uh, a friend of mine, I think it's Blue Summer Sun. Um, it's about a day at the pool. And it was, I think it was nominated for a student Academy Award or an Academy Award back in 2017. But it's so good. It's black and white and it's a beautiful film. Blue Summer Sun? I think it's Blue Summer Sun. It's okay. in German. So check the internet. Never but it know. was, it was, um, um, it screened at Film School Fest Munich when I was there and it it won the best short and it was just like I mean it was just very sort of this poetic kind of ode to like a day at the pool <laughs> and it was it it showed a bunch of different sort of people that were around this pool and and how they all related in their conversations and it was just kind of a slice of life but it was so compelling and beautifully shot and sounds like yeah. something the old what was it the lumiere brothers is that what they were called something they would shoot you know they just had the train station camera on a train station camera on people leaving work yeah you know, yeah show some interesting stuff uh zeke you got one a short film um you know i really it's more of um the company that does my i just love all the pixar shorts those are oh absolutely yeah yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I immediately think live action, and I'm limiting myself. Man, the Pixar stuff is so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, gang, enjoy yourself this uh, Friday once again. It's Holly Shorts at the Chinese Six Theaters in downtown Hollywood. Uh, four theater four, I believe. Five p.m. August nineteenth. We'll be showing the errand, and it's worth it. And it'll be, again be in a block of shorts. You'll have a great time. Probably two hours worth of good films and a lot of variety in that time so uh that wraps this interview follow us at the movie guys on facebook instagram twitter the whole shebang uh is there social for this film um we really on instagram it's the the errand film and it's with two e's yeah at the errand film got it cool uh, and as ever, uh, thank you, uh, Amanda, Naya, and Ezekiel. You can find out everything we're up to, including reviews, articles, and more interviews like this at themovieguys.net. Thanks, everybody. Thank, thank you. you.